Chapter Two of Intimate Talks with Movie Stars. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Matt Perard. Intimate Talks with Movie Stars by Edward Weitzel. Chapter Two. Alice Brady says that she knows from experience the life of Riley is not for any screen stage star no one is going to believe this story but it happened just as it is set down here i arrived at the door of alice brady's dressing room to find her colored maid gazing steadfastly at some object on the floor a look of absolute terror in her eyes i have an appointment with miss brady i began the maid turned her gaze in my direction for an instant. Then her eyes went back to the glittering heap on the rug in front of the dressing-room shelf. "'Miss Brady has just gone to get her dinner,' the woman said solemnly, and heaved a sigh. "'You see that?' she asked, the fright in her voice echoing the fear in her face as she pointed to the dread object on the rug. I took one apprehensive glance and ceased to wonder at the woman's terror. On the floor lay a hand mirror, smashed into a thousand pieces. She done it. The words came slowly from the lips of the maid, and she breathed hard as one in pain. And she can calmly go out to dinner after breaking a mirror? I almost gasped. No one is going to believe this story, but... Sure she can. But she's an actress, I exclaimed. That don't make no difference with Miss Brady. She's all a smashing mirrors, but it don't spoil her appetite none. And it just about scares me half to death, added the maid. Take a chair, please. Soon's I get over my misery, I'm going to sweep up the pieces. The handmaiden was in the middle of this task when Alice Brady returned, referring to the unlucky omen after her serving-maid had left the room with the pieces of broken glass. The star of Forever After laughed a carefree laugh before she said, I've done nothing but smash mirrors since I opened with this piece, and the last two years have been the most successful of my life. A remarkable young woman in more ways than one is Miss Alice Brady, stage star and screen queen at one and the same time, but in no way more remarkable than in her calm superiority to one of the sacred superstitions of a somewhat overcredulous profession. Well, I began, I've come to ask you the usual question when one is a leading light in the movies and also on the stage. How do you manage it? To find time for both? Time and strength. Why, I don't seem to mind. But it's hard work, isn't it? Oh, yes, but I'm used to that. I've worked hard ever since I first started to act. You must, you know, if you're going to amount to anything. I haven't had a vacation in two years. Last summer, I rested by going to Nantucket and making pictures. Being the daughter of a prominent manager doesn't mean 
living the life of Riley, if said daughter has ambitions, I take it. No, it means living the life of Brady, and that means precious little time to idle away. It seems to be quite the thing this season for star actresses to double in the silent and the spoken drama. The remark brought Miss Brady back to the topic of conversation that had drawn me to the borough of Brooklyn on a recent matinee day. Oh, yes, she agreed. They're all doing it in our set. There's Elsie Ferguson making pictures and rehearsing in sacred and profane love. Constance Binney in Chicago appearing in erstwhile Susan and acting for the screen. And Dorothy Dalton playing Aphrodite up at the Century Theater when she isn't putting in the rest of her time movie acting for Paramount. Miss Dalton came to me when she was offered the Century engagement and asked my advice about earning two salaries at once. What did you tell her? That she wouldn't find it easy, but to go ahead if she loved work and didn't mind a short allowance of sleep. Real art wants me to give all my time to the screen, but I am too fond of that personal contact between actor and audience which makes the stage so fascinating. But there is a fascination about screen acting also. Yes, indeed. For one thing, you can sit out in front and watch yourself act after a picture is finished. It doesn't seem to be you, so you don't mind what you say about yourself. Coming out of the theater, I was conscious of what a large part temperament plays in the success of an actress who ventures to divide her waking hours between the stage and the screen. Alice Brady had given a matinee that afternoon and would repeat the performance that night and during an interview lasting over an hour she had sat composedly in her chair talked animatedly on every topic which arose and given no indication of mental or physical strain living the life of brady evidently means for one thing practicing the art of self-control End of chapter 2